Hey, what's going on? We are back. It is the Man Fuse Podcast. Kay Lee here, audio producer, voice artist, host, my co-host, Ben H. What's up, everybody? What is the biggest fuck-up in your relationship that landed you outside of cheating? Yeah. In the doghouse. Ben H. is going to give us details <laughs> about maybe what landed him in a doghouse. Oh, your trip to Tahoe. You were gone for six days. I saw snowboarding. Yeah, I man. saw your son snowboarding. It yeah. looked beautiful. The powder, the videos you sent me. It was nuts. The powder looked thick. So give me the rundown. Well, first of all, you know, as we've discussed, dedicated my life to snowboarding. Probably until my late 20s from the time I was 13 years old. So probably 15 years of just obsessing and going and chasing powder as my primary want and need. So it's been a while, a couple years. I went, I got a buddy who's ski patrol out in Jackson Hole and I went and rode with him just before COVID. Other than that, we took Jack to North Carolina, which is like a freaking hill compared to big mountain riding. Are you referencing Boone? Boone up at Beach Mountain. It's a perfect place for a kid to learn. I'm a guy who typically is going to ride three or four times a year. First time in two years, which for me is incredibly... It's very sad. Well, I've been very busy. I'm a family man now. And so honestly, it's not as pressing as it used to be. Really why I haven't gone. To reconnect with myself in mm. that way was one word, epic. That's the first thing. My passion has been reignited. My soul has been re-excited. Yes. Uh, you know, and I'm powder hungry. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we're not talking about cocaine. No. <laughs> no, We're no. not talking about booger sugar. No, white is the pure driven snow, baby. You connected with the outdoors. Oh. You introduced your son to it in a bigger way because Tahoe, like you said, Boone is a hill Which... compared to Tahoe. When he was three and a half, we took him to Boone and he rode well for a three and a half year old because he's just a wild kid. You know, he's just a wild boy. It was the realization of a real kind of father goal, something you want to leave your kid with. Something that memory of you doing right. it together. That even. skill, like helping him develop that skill. Right. One of the things I realized for myself when I was there is that this was a gift that I had given to myself in my younger life. Gotcha. And I realized that there was this gap between my younger life and where I am now, where I've gotten married and created a family. And so I kind of saw this separation of kind of who I was then and who I am now. Church and state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I realized that, wow, I'm really grateful to myself that I took the time and followed that passion. Right. Because now I have access to this skill for the rest of my life. Right. I don't have to be a new guy out there learning. Okay. That would be me. That's I didn't I, give myself that gift. That's what I'm saying. And a lot of people didn't because when you're out there on the mountain, you see them all. You know, I mean, most people are not bunch bombing. Of pussies, yeah, yeah. a bunch of newbies. Well, it's a very, again, you no, under, when you look at it, you go, man, I remember what it was like to be there. And it was awesome. Jack did incredible I saw to, him. He looked good. He's fucking bombing, dude. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah, and we got to ride together. Jen skied. She and, doesn't snowboard? Well, she's kind of in between. Okay. She's had she's she's done snowboarding the past couple times we've gone over the last 10 years. She's probably tried like three times. Snowboarding for anyone. The saying is that snowboarding is incredibly difficult to learn, but once it clicks, 
easier to progress. Gotcha. Whereas skiing is much easier and much more natural to learn how to do, but more difficult to progress to the next level. Gotcha. Okay. Um, I've never skied either. Okay. So in that case, my recommendation to you snowboard would be to ski. Oh, now you want to snowboard. I understand that. And I will say this, there was a case one time I've seen this and I've tried to teach a lot of people how to snowboard. One time I've seen it. Most cases, it's just the natural progression of how many times you're going to have to eat shit until it clicks in your mind what you have to do. My boy, Andreas Zivik, Sergeant Zivik. Sergeant Zivik. Shout out to Sergeant Zivik, Sergeant First Class. He may have been a master sergeant. I think he ended up as a command sergeant major. This guy's a badass in the field. Badass, great guy. I took him to Switzerland, Austria one time. Okay. He's like, hey, you got an extra snowboard? I want to go with you this weekend. I'm like a private. He's a sergeant first class. I'm like, sure, sergeant. I got a snowboard. You want to roll with me? Yeah. He's like, you know, you're not supposed to be leaving base without a pass. I'm like, well, I'm not getting a pass. So, you know, it's like, fuck it. I'll go with you. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I'm your pass. <laughs> yeah. This guy, long story short, I'm like, you're going to get a lesson? He's like, no, just take me to the top. I'm like, what are you going to do? He's like, I'm just going to watch you. I said, okay. So we get to the top of the fucking mountain, Austria, Alps, crazy shit. You're high. 13,000 feet, whatever. He sits up at the top. All right, let me watch you go down for a minute. So I'm like, all right, here's what you want to do. You know, but he's like, dude, you don't need that. Just ride. So I got up and I started riding and I look behind me and he's there. <laughs> and he rode with me behind me <laughs> all day long and barely fell. That's a man who knows his strengths. My mind was He blown. was like, I just need to see you do it. I got it. Yeah, and I thought he was going to watch me go down the mountain. No, no, no. He had actually gotten up. He watched you for about 10 seconds, and, and then behind. he's like, he's like, I'm just going to mimic what you're doing. And he did. It's a skilled Fuck. dude right there. Wild. There's a reason why he's a commander, sergeant, major, no, he's, general. He's a, bad, <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's a badass. Okay, Tahoe. Jen, Jen's uncle, Jen's aunt, Jen's mother, Jen's father-in-law, two cousins that were right. her sons of the aunt and uncle. They all spent Thanksgiving with us when we had 13 people for Thanksgiving. Same crew. Jen's brother, brother's wife. So it was a great time to connect with family. The house we stayed at, bro, was insane. The pictures I saw with the view, I was like, holy shit. You're looking out over Lake Tahoe and the mountains behind it. Sunrise, sunset, pink, blue sky with stars and the moon over the lake. They were dropping coin on that that house at night. Snow. That shit was expensive. It's on the market for six, nine ridiculous bro indoor pool indoor hot tub seven bedrooms multiple levels weird confusing get lost (laughs) we drove through a blizzard jen and i got to ride together it was just fucking dope one of the things that you had said when i first texted you because i figured you were back and i said how was it a nightmare scenario but then you followed up with it was awesome snowboarding was awesome tahoe was awesome and then you left me kind of hanging the remainder of the day until right. you called me later on and you let me know once you get to Tahoe, it's all cool. But traveling to Tahoe, right. bit of a nightmare because yeah. from what you know, there's no direct flight. You've got to do a, a, a layover. 12 hour thing from the time you leave your house to the time you get to the house you're going to. It's 12 hours. So detail, well, I'm thinking to myself, okay, so you, you and you said you had five days of snowboarding. Your yeah. body was beat. Oh, Y'all destroyed. were exhausted. 12 hour travel. You're ready to get home. limping through the airport. You said you got off the plane. You had to drive your brother-in-law, brother-in-law to their house. And her dad 
was watching Bailey, picked up Bailey, our dog. It's late at night. You are having to drive out of your way to drop them off. You get your dog. Our plane dog. landed at 1230. So tell me how you felt at this moment. You're, you know, you're exhausted. Was, it, we, we were exhausted, but we were so glad to be, we're nearing our home and we pull in the driveway and, you know, we put the car in park and. It was just awesome, dude. Just so happy to be home. Dog's in the back. Jack's in the back. Is he sleeping? No, it's like one in the morning, wide awake. So as I normally do, I hit the garage door opener and nothing happened. Oh. How many times did you click it? Like You know, a couple times, you know, yeah, three or four times I clicked it. So it's like, shoot, so there's a code. So I got out and I went and I opened the thing and I did the code. The code thing lit up. So I was like, oh, cool. And then the code didn't work. I intrinsically knew at that moment what had happened. What did you do? Access to the home is really the most important aspect. My next step was to get the key to the house because the garage door wouldn't open and open the door, right? I'm a strange bird in many ways. I don't carry a house key. I don't either. I'm a hidden key kind of a man, but my wife having a hidden key makes her anxious. Oh, does it? Yeah, yeah. She doesn't like the idea that there's... A key. A key. Anywhere. Anywhere around the house. Hidden on your two acres. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's off that. Now that I look back on it, I probably should have one anyways and just make not it a tell really her. weird place. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So I'm not putting that on her, you know? Right, uh, of course not. I go, hey, do you have your key? Because my wife does roll with the key. No, it's inside. Why would I have my key? I'm not driving. I'm in the Tahoe. Why? What, what do you need? You don't have your key? I don't <laughs> carry a key. It was detrimental to our situation because I knew the house was properly locked up. And there ain't no way getting in my house when it's properly locked up. Unless, unless you're breaking a window. You're breaking a window. And so I was walking around the house, and um, I knew in my heart that not only did I not have a key, I was inclined to believe that I also didn't have any electricity, which mm-hmm. was the reason the garage door wouldn't open. Because the keypad that you were pressing is on a battery exactly. and not connected to power. That's what the thing that made me realize as I was walking around the house checking the locks. So I was like, maybe a window's unlocked. Garage door doesn't have the deadbolt lock. Mm-hmm. I can break in then. And as I round the house, Kaylee, and I head toward the front door, I notice something hanging from the front door handle. Ooh, a oh, door hanger. Of death. Disconnect notice. Dated when? January 31st. Is that the day you left? The day we left. We returned on February 6th. Oh, no. You're like, what the fuck? So at this point, now I have confirmation we don't have electricity and we don't have a lock. It's about two in the morning now. And your wife, and is she wondering why aren't- What's going on? We hadn't had a discussion because remember, I'm walking around the house taking my time trying to figure out how to get my family in our home. I knew even if we didn't have electricity, I've got gas fireplaces, I could heat the home, and at least we could sleep in a bed and shelter. You're going to have to explain to your wife as to why the power. Right. And I'd kind of put that in the back of my mind. But as soon as I saw that notice, I pulled up the power bill. It was my first step, right? Because my neighbors all had power. So Street's was, not yeah, out. Street lights aren't out. So as it turns out, Kaylee... Um, I had a little fraud on my credit card back in November. Sorry, I hated to do that to you. Yeah, <laughs> like a course, real estate coaching. Something I signed up for for a year. Oh, and they kept and renewing it. me to renew it. And I was okay. like, no, bro. Um, so anyways, I filed the fraud. I had to change the number on my card. 
I contacted most, but for for whatever reason, and it's a hundred percent my fault, I did not change my card with the electric company. So I didn't even think about it because I just throw money at the card. Eight hundred and seventy dollars oh. with a two hundred and sixty-five dollar Recon- reconnection fee. There's a G right there. Three months reconnection fee. I don't have any dispute here. I need my power on. Pay it. Boom. Right I paid there. it right then. Next. So I paid it. Bam. All right, it's paid. Is this before you go back to the car? Before I went back to the car. Paid. Second step, because I'm a solution man. Right. I don't bring problems. I bring problems and solutions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I bring fixed problems. exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Next step, locksmith. Got two on the line. One of them called back. $100 deposit. Booked it. He's in South Atlanta. He's on the way. 40-minute drive. Now, you're still not in the car. Is she not like like opening the door going, what the hell is it going? It was freezing cold. So what I told her is I said, look, I don't know what's going on with the garage. I'm going to walk around the house and try to find a way in. As far as they were concerned, that's what I was you doing. You were working on the solution. I was working on the solution. The truck was still running. Dog's in the truck. Kid's in the truck. Wife's in the truck. She's like, I'm home. I want to go inside. Oh, I can camp in the woods. Different for your wife. Oh, she doesn't want to camp. In- no, I'm just saying yeah. I wouldn't be camping. But I'm just saying getting home is a whole different shade of yeah. lovely yeah. for my wife than it is for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, I mean, it's nice for me. Right. But, but at the same time, you've I'll got I'll sleep your... in the truck. Like, right. But I don't care. You know what right. I mean? Like, totally. Shit, uh, you could have called, because we're right down the street, and in the worst case, you yes. could have said, hey, dude, something happened. We need to come over. That was on the table. Okay. <laughs> in was, my mind, in the back never, of my mind. Did, that was step three. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, solution number three. Solution number three was to blow you up at 2.30. Yeah, more than welcome, anytime. You would have been getting up anyways, but as the saga continues, now I've booked the locksmith, I've paid the electric bill, and it's time to disclose to everyone (laughs) why... We are now out here. We are out here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right, so you get back in the car. Yep. Do you have the The disconnect, the truck, the disconnect slip in your hand, or do you have that? I had it in my pocket. Okay. Okay. Now, as I get back in the car, my wife, who's very sharp, she goes, so what's going on? And I was like, well, you know, I don't have a key. And she said, yeah, but why is the garage door not working? Mm. And I said, well, um," she was like, did you check the front door for something? Is there something on the front door? And I said, yeah. There's something on the front door. <laughs> you make it or dig. <laughs> and I said, listen, the reason that the garage door is not working is because we don't have electricity right now in our home. And she goes, well, what was that on the front door? And I said, it was a disconnection notice from the electric company. <laughs> and she said, well, that's interesting because I just checked our ring, which she has on her phone. Oh, while you were doing your thing. While I was out there, she was looking at the ring doorbell and oh. saw the electric company guy banging on the door, ringing the doorbell to let us know that, hey, I'm getting ready to clip. This is the last thing our ring saw. That's right. (laughs) And it was the last ring. (laughs) So she already knew. She had an inclination. That this was the problem. Disclosed what happened. And uh, how did that go over? It wasn't good, dude. She was, she was pretty pissed. Um, right. Rightly so. You know, I don't I don't necessarily fault her for, for being pissed. It was not fun. But it wasn't fun that we were stuck outside in the cold either. What is it they say? Ignorance isn't a lack of guilt. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something you like know? that. 
You can be ignorant and guilty. Yeah. <laughs> just because you're ignorant doesn't mean you're not in deep shit. Yeah. You doesn't mean you're not being charged. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> and and in your wife's case, yeah. you're being charged on that. What the fuck you've done? Triple homicide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically. Oh, so you can't handle the paying the oh, bills now? God, fucking. Oh, yeah. so we need to take that off your plate because apparently you're not capable. Mm. You know, honestly, it is something that I need taken off my plate. She's very organized, and I think she'll do a great job at it. So I think we are working toward that uh, transition. Uh, of of responsibility. Of responsibility, because honestly, it's, it's, it's not a good place for me. And it's something that, that she's naturally fit. Well, for. but you, like you said, though, in a typical, if the fraud wouldn't have happened... You have it on auto pay, right? Right. Like, so right. That, everything is set up, right? Yeah. So you know this was kind of a a one. I mean that like if I get a new card that has a new number, I'm like, oh, the nightmare of having to go on every streaming service, every subscription yeah. you yeah. have to update your That's info, right. and I I'll never get them all. Right. Well, I'll get a notice from somebody that sure. something's not going through because That's I'm right. like, oh, I forgot to add that, and I'm on paperless billing, of course, and. Because you they save had, the trees, you're you're saving the environment. And they had my past company's email address. Ooh. Because I said to you, I said, well, you're like, why didn't they call? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, why didn't they send you an email? And you're like, well, they did. A lot of them. A lot. But to the wrong address. To the wrong address. So what happens now? Now she knows you're feeling the pressure. We need to get inside. Locksmiths are on the way. I'm back outside of the car now exited the vehicle calmly i mean i literally didn't say anything i just completely took it you know what i mean because like it's your fault it, at the end of the day it was your you know yeah, it's your deal I, it is what it is so anyway i was like look i'm gonna get out of the car and i'm gonna check in on the locksmith so i called the locksmith he's like yeah i'm like i'm like 20 30 minutes out i'm like all right cool he's like yeah dude i'm almost there so i pulled the truck around to the front of the house i was over on the side the way my house is like mm -hmm. over on the side is the garage the left side and then there's kind of an area where you can pull around the front i pull around the front because i figure that's where the locksmith is going to get us in and about 10 minutes after i did that i see a pickup truck pulling in to my driveway and pulled up to the back of the house and i was like awesome locksmith is here boom we're about to get in the house well it was the electric company. Now, that's some fast service right there. Dude, the guy who clipped us was like, man, I had no choice but to clip you guys. I didn't want to do it because I figured it was something weird with what happened. And he's like, yeah, that's exactly what I figured. He said, also, I could tell you guys were out of town. Well, that's kind of scary. You know, how could he tell that you were out of town? He just, I guess, how we didn't answer the ring and like he was there. I guess he was there for a little while. You must have been on the plane when yeah. the ring was. Clicking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We would have been on the but plane. But wouldn't you, even when you landed, wouldn't those notifications pop through like to one of y'all's phones? <laughs> well, it, it only goes to Jennifer's phone, but maybe she didn't have the notifications on. That's besides the point. <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> I could have handled this same day from over from across the country. Anyway, it was the electric company. The guy was like, "Yeah, dude, I, I put it on a high alert so that whenever you guys paid, I could I would be notified." And he said, "When I saw you paid, he got notified. I was notified and I saw what time it was and I know it's cold outside, so I grabbed my guy who was on duty and I came out here.
He could have easily gotten alerted and looked at it and go, tomorrow morning. Oh, couldn't believe it. So when you paid the bill, did it give I, you any notification of like how, like a window of when your power was going to be restored? No, it just said, we'll get it reconnected as soon as possible. But you know how that is, dude. It's two days typically. Or typically, even you're day. lucky if you can get it next day. That's like, thank God. I was truly blown away, grateful, surprised. Best customer experience I've ever had in my life. By you far. want to give him a shout out? Sawney. Shout out to Sawney Electric. Yeah. And EMC, my boy. Right? Yeah. Sawney EMC. Let hey, buddy, you. if my wife wasn't here, I'd give you a reach around right now. <laughs> if my wife and kid weren't in the car, I would please you. <laughs> oh, it was, it was a blessing. Wow. It was a blessing from God because that allowed the garage door to open and then the lights to turn and then open sesame problem solved, except we've got three refrigerators and freezers full of wonderful food, curated collection of food because I love to cook meats and cheeses and seven days. Did it smell when you walked in? Not bad. Honestly, not bad. And much of it was still cold. Shout out to Sub Zero. Oh, you know wow. what I'm saying? Uh, much, but the meat, but it was not. But salvageable. it was, but it was not salvageable. Now, you did know? you have any of the meats that started bleeding out of the packages? Yeah. So and there's dripping a, down onto the floor. Even the deep freezer. Was there like you had to clean that oh, shit yeah, out? Dude. Yeah. All. Yeah. I was spraying out the freezer the next day. <sighs> that night, you know, I didn't. We didn't even get inside until three, oh. and I was up until five or oh. six cleaning the refrigerators. And how many trash bags full of food? I mean, dude. Probably 10. Oh my God. Full. And uh, so I didn't get to bed till five or six. And then. Was uh, your wife helping her? No. So she was in bed with Jack. Oh. Yeah, they went to sleep. Yeah. She was like, This is on you. <laughs> night, you know, which was fine. But, and then I had a meeting the next morning at nine. Oh, truly a train wreck scenario. Complete. And- But I will say this, think about it. What an amazing situation to occur like that. The locksmith showed up and I'm like, sorry, bro, I don't need you anymore. Do you have to pay him? No, they had to keep the deposit, obviously. And then I tipped him 40 bucks because he drove an hour. I was like, look, bro, I mean, I don't need you to break into the house because I got the garage door open. At the same time, it's a miracle that the electric company came and you were my only hope before that miracle occurred. So I want to make sure that you guys are handled. You yeah, know what I mean? I'm sure he didn't Keep care. the deposit. Here's 40 bucks. And he was like, dude, what? he's like, thank you so much, man, for, for, for taking care of me. Taking care of me. He literally said for keeping the peace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like there's about to be war. <laughs> there's about to be a problem up <laughs> this bitch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Well, that is a pretty good reason to land in the doghouse right there. Oh, dude, the doghouse. The yeah. doghouse. I think back, I'm still in it. Yeah. It says Ben H yeah. on the doghouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah. next to Bailey's uh, house. She's being nice to me now, but you know. Do you think when when you got back in the car and you told her everything that had happened, and she's looking at you probably with the you got to be fucking kidding me eyes when you got back out? Right. As soon as you shut the door, that stupid mother. Fucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dumb motherfucker. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> she is just muttering under her breath, I yeah. fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah, it may not have been when I left. I may have been there for that. <laughs> <laughs> for part of that. Well, I'm glad you got in your house, but yeah. that, and I don't celebrate your pain, but that truly is a, hey, just what the fuck could go wrong? Life is full of pain and suffering, dude. Look at the result, though. 
an incredible result. Yeah, a guy that that really came out of his Talk way. Talk about heroes. He, hero. You want to be a hero? That's how you be a hero. To your Talk customers. Talk about value. To your customers. That's putting everything first. And I'll be honest with you. My business is incredibly consuming. And I put it first. I mean, I put my family first. Of course. But it, for me in my life, my personal life, my business comes first. Right. And everything else comes second. And um, I have a very single track mind, dude. Straight yeah, up, I get you know it. what I'm saying. You said it. You're you're not the best at multitasking. I'm, I'm horrible at it. <laughs> you do it pretty good, though. Ultimately, you, you yeah, get I do it done. a pretty good job. I'm a deep diver. You do. You know well, when I'm you saying? start to focus on something, you, you go down the wormhole, right. and you 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 focus. I yeah, get it exactly. So apologies to my beautiful, wonderful, loving wife son and dog hey everyone's safe but it worked did you go shopping again did you try to start replenishing that's all happening yeah, it's, that's it's all, an ongoing that's process. an ongoing process yes. yes there are some things that will just never get back that's right thanks for listening to the man fuse podcast you can find us apple spotify wherever you get your podcasts support the show you can check out our man fused gear check that out at manfuse.com we are now available to receive texts, or you can leave us a voice message at 770-744-5227.